You are getting 100% Jody on Women Taking the Lead. Something unexpected always pops up when you have a big goal. It may then feel like it's taking a force of will to stay committed to the goal. Depending on your mental preparation or the support system you have around you, you may pull through or you may wind up feeling defeated. Hello, my name is Jody Flynn and welcome to Women Taking the Lead, where we are all about creating blasts of inspiration to help you overcome self-doubt so you can lead with confidence, integrity, and a sense of humor. Have you grabbed your copy of my best-selling book, Accomplished, How to Go from Dreaming to Doing? Head over to womentakingthelead.com forward slash accomplished to access the secrets to achievement and success. Now, your future awaits, so let's get started. Hello, everyone, and thank you for joining me. I have to acknowledge right off the bat that Women Taking the Lead's second anniversary came and went, and I didn't do anything to acknowledge it publicly. Even though I had started to make plans and got some suggestions from the accomplished community and my team, last week and the weekend turned out to be incredibly hectic, and March 25th came and went and not a peep from me. So let's pretend I'm hosting a celebration to mark this achievement. If you were wondering what to bring as a gift, I would say, just share the podcast with a woman in your life who you know would enjoy and get value from it. Let's include her in this celebration. And what I'm giving away as party favors is a 20-minute call with me. This is an opportunity for us to just chat and you can ask any questions you like. Shoot me an email at jody at womentakingthelead.com and it's J-O-D-I at womentakingthelead.com. Put party favor in the subject line and I'll send you the link to get on my calendar. And I can't wait to chat with you. Let's make this an amazing celebration marking two years of women taking the lead. Well, I got a great reaction to the last 100% Jody episode. That episode was all about getting started on a big goal, so I want to continue along this path. Now that you have in your toolbox a trick to break down an overwhelming goal into manageable baby steps, I want to talk about keeping up momentum. We've all experienced this before. We get a vision of what could be, what we want to achieve. We get emotionally involved and can begin feeling what it would feel like to achieve that goal. We become excited by the prospect and decide to go for it. And then the work toward the goal begins. We start with a lot of enthusiasm and that gets us through any initial preparation or adjustments we need to make to our schedule or what have you in our life. We start and within a matter of time, it could be days or weeks, we notice life is throwing us some major curveballs. Something unexpected always pops up when you have a big goal. It may then feel like it's taking a force of will to stay committed to the goal. Depending on your mental preparation or the support system you have around you, you may pull through or you may wind up feeling defeated. This is why many people give up before they've reached their goal. They were not mentally, physically, emotionally, or spiritually prepared to deal with the obstacles that would come at them. We have been hearing a lot about the need to pay attention to the food we eat. Our physical health is largely determined by the foods and drinks we put into our bodies and the products we put in our hair and on our skin. 
If you're avoiding processed foods, consuming whole foods in moderation that are organic and toxin-free, and you make a point to get in physical activities that raise your heart rate and cause you to break a sweat, you are fortifying yourself against most obstacles that would impact your physical health. You will be less likely to get sidelined by whatever illness is going around and taking down those around you. However, what we don't often think about are the things we consume every day that are impacting our mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And even if your goal is something like a triathlon, a marathon, or a Spartan, it takes more mental and emotional endurance than physical endurance to cross the finish line. I remember for a time I was listening to music that had an angry tone to it. It got my adrenaline going, so I would include these songs on my workout mix. I would also listen to these songs in the car and we get the same feeling, pumped up. However, over time, I noticed my attitude changing. I became a little more snarky, felt a little more isolated from others, and I started viewing the world through a filter of anger. Then I became more aware of the lyrics I was listening to when playing these songs. It became apparent then that I was feeding my mind a very dark perspective of the world that I had started to absorb into my own worldview. Although it pained me at first, I removed these songs from my devices and replaced them with songs that pumped me up in a different way. The messages of these new songs were, you've got this, you're worth it. And anything is possible. And you know, with that being the mental fuel I consume, I don't have to work so hard to mentally overcome the obstacles that come my way. I want you to consider the books you are reading, the TV shows you are watching, the music you listen to, the conversations you have on a daily basis, your morning routine, and any practices you have that may or may not connect you with your higher self. In the next week, I want you to consider how you feel before, during, and after you consume any of these things. Notice the thoughts and feelings that lead you to the activity and the thoughts and feelings you have after. You may find some activities you unconsciously fall into to relieve stress, and you may feel less stressed while engaging in the activity for a while, but ask yourself where it leaves you after. If it does not renew and re-energize you, it may be time to find a better way to relieve stress. I'm going to leave you with a tale of two wolves. One evening, a grandfather told his grandson about a battle that goes on inside people. He said, my son, there are two wolves inside us all. There is a terrible fight between these two wolves. One is evil. He is anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. He continued, the other is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, benevolence, empathy, generosity, truth compassion, and faith. The same fight is going on inside you and inside every other person too. The grandson thought about it for a minute and then he asked his grandfather, which wolf will win? The grandfather simply replied, 
the one you feed. Reach out to me to tell me about what you feed your mind, body, and soul, the things that make you feel good. You can connect with me on womentakingthelead.com. All my social media buttons are at the very top of the page, or you can email me directly. My address is Jody J-O-D-I, at womentakingthelead.com. And you can leave a comment on the blog post that accompanies this episode at womentakingthelead.com forward slash feed. Before I go, I want to give a huge thanks to Millie at Zebra Love Web Solutions for continuing to support me in this community by helping to make the production of Women Taking the Lead possible each week. Thanks to Millie, we are now beginning our third year. I hope this was helpful to you, and here's to your success. Thank you all for joining me on Women Taking the Lead. And to strengthen you on your own leadership journey, I'd like to send you off with a quote from Marianne Williamson, so here goes. Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. Your playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. Again, thank you for joining me, and here's to your success.